This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Mali System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast. We have another amazing leader with us today, Erin Birch. She's at home up in Canada doing the thing, guys. Cell phone, laptop, she's free. Multiple revenue stream. She's a top earner in network marketing. She's doing the thing. And by the way, you rewind the clock here uh, to when she first got started. She struggled for months, made make a couple hundred bucks, found MLSP, and in her words, it was like, you know, she found herself recently single, and she was making less than two grand a month Canadian as a jewelry artisan with a couple teenage boys at home. And it was, you know, you, you pile that on the fact that she didn't know how to copy and paste, and then you throw, like, hey, we're going to figure out this online business. You know, on paper, those aren't the best. You wouldn't, probably wouldn't bet on that in a blind, in a blind test, right? None of that mattered. None of it. She saw an opportunity. She found MLSP. She invested, got, flew across literally the country, got super uncomfortable and started doing the work and kept doing it. And now she's a top earner in her organization, a master affiliate here, a coach here inside of Miley System Pro, multiple revenue streams, her own things going on, courses. It's, guys, it's possible. It's real when you do the work. And we are very blessed to have this amazing leader in this community. Um, I just love this story, man. You, you throw in a single mom, not, you know, in her words, having to either go bag groceries or figure something out online, this business thing. And, and she took the latter, which is by far the more difficult choice. By far, there's, there's so much more fear, doubt, like uncertainty in that path. And she, and she chose it boldly and she kept unfolding she kept getting up she kept doing the work and now because of that she is free Aaron Birch good morning welcome to wake up call good morning thank you for having me yeah when I started my business Brian not only did I not know how to copy and paste but I didn't even know how to post a picture on Facebook (laughs) (laughs) well it's a a beautiful story and yeah I just I love when we talk about that because I know so many people come in and I knew I remember starting thinking that the leaders who were in X organization, they were just kind of born with it or they came with skills. Like mm-hmm. it's to hear that it's like, it kind of, it normalizes this process and you realize that, you know, it's another human who just did the work, who didn't know this when, yep. when they were born, they weren't born with it, but she kept, she kept learning. And it's just, you know, I love you, Aaron. I'm going to mute up and uh, the call is yours. Thank you so much. Alrighty, family, today we are going to talk about how to stop taking things personally. This call just might change your life. So how would you like to become less sensitive and stop taking things so personally? Would it make life easier for you if the things that people say or do, stopped hurting your feelings. Would that make life easier and probably a lot more fun? 
if the things people did and said didn't affect you emotionally, right? And you stopped doubting yourself and questioning yourself. What did I say wrong? What did I forget to say? What should I have said? Oh my God, I said the wrong thing. I pissed them off. Am I a bad person? So do you find yourself doing this to yourself when someone says something, your brain automatically goes to it being your fault. What you did do, what you didn't do. How would you like to be able to quiet that voice inside your head and have nothing other people say and do affect you? Can you imagine if the things people said or did did not cause any kind of an emotional reaction in you, would you like to get to that place? I'm telling you, it is liberating. Liberating causes a lot less anxiety in your world. So truth is, I used to stew about things. I just couldn't let them go. Somebody said something to me, I would analyze it, analyze it, analyze it until the cows came home. And I always made it something about me. It's my fault. Right, I did something wrong. And what happens is you think about it for an hour. Then you think about it for the whole day. Then you think about it the next day and the next week and maybe the next month. This was me. I just couldn't let go of things. And when you learn how to let go and not take things personally, it is absolutely life-changing. It is empowering. So I have a couple little tips for you here. Tip number one, if you don't hear anything else in this call, hear this one tip, okay? So here's a truth. I have eight truths for you. So truth number one, how people behave reflects their internal world. And it isn't just about you. I'm going to repeat that. How people behave reflects their internal world. And it has nothing to do with you. So everyone has their own perspective due to their own experiences, their life experiences. They're seeing everything through their own filter. That has nothing to do with you. Everyone has their own perspectives due to their own beliefs. Can you be responsible for another person's beliefs? No. Beliefs are something that form over time. One person's beliefs have nothing to do with you. Okay? So what is a belief? I'm going to touch on that for a second. A belief is simply a thought, and that's the same thought, over time, in someone's head, becomes a belief. And then a belief over time becomes a conviction. How can you possibly be responsible for the beliefs and convictions in another person's head? You can't. Uh, anyway, so every human being has their own map of reality, and it has nothing to do with you. So if someone has the mindset that money's bad, money's evil, 
and therefore sees you as a bad person because you're building a business and want to make some money, does that make you a bad person? No. That's their map of reality. They think maybe people who make money and money's evil, they have that belief due to their own experiences that have nothing to do with you. See where I'm going with this? So if someone has the opinion that all blondes are dumb, does that mean you're dumb if you have blonde hair? No, that's their belief or opinion, whatever. Doesn't mean you're dumb. So this really kind of, when you see people that are triggered by something, they're triggered easily by something and other people around them, not so much, not so triggered by that thing. Why is that? Why is that person so easily by that thing? Because it has something to do, it's reminding them of something from their past. That's why some people are so easily triggered by something and you're like, what's the big deal? It's nothing. It's nothing. But yet they're so triggered by it because it's coming from their past. So think about this. When a crime happens, police know that if there's 20 people who observed a crime happening, if they ask all 20 people, what happened, they're going to get 20 different perspectives due to the way their brain works, due to their past experiences, due to their map of reality, their perspective. They know this. So it doesn't make sense to take things personally when people say or do things to us, does it? Next truth Not being compatible with someone doesn't mean you're not good enough or not worthy. So rejection stings, doesn't it? But should it? So have you ever met someone, you know, when you're single, have you ever met someone and thought, well, he's a nice person or they're a nice person. There's nothing really wrong with them. There's no real red flags or anything but I'm just not feeling it. They're just not really my type. Why is that? Why isn't someone your type? Because every single human being has a mental checklist. A mental checklist. So back when you're single, think about this. You meet someone, whether you realize it or not, you're going through your mental checklist. Maybe they're checking some things off, but the truth is, if they don't check enough off, on your mental checklist, they're not your type. People don't even realize they're doing this, but every single human being does it. So does that make you unworthy? Because you didn't happen to check some of the things off on that person's mental checklist, which was created through their own personal filter, through their own map of reality? See how it has nothing to do with you? We waste so much time and energy thinking it's us. It's us. No, it's not. So I remember working with someone. I was bringing somebody on board, and I was working with someone, and the person didn't like them. They weren't their kind of person, right? 
They're like, oh, my God, they're like too high energy. Okay. So they had a different level of energy. For some reason, this person's high energy bothered this other person. Why? Because something from their past. Maybe they had a boyfriend or girlfriend or partner or best friend who was super high energy and it got on their nerves. Now they are projecting, going, I don't want to work with that person because they're high energy. It brings me back to how I felt around this other person. There's a reason this high energy person was bothering the other person. Does that make the high energy person unworthy? No, not at all. Difference in personality type, right? Next truth, truth number three, it is impossible to please everyone. Don't even try. You will make yourself crazy. Be someone's shot of tequila instead of trying to be everyone's cup of tea. Okay? Don't waste your time and energy trying to get everyone to like you. Next truth, stop reading into what people say or don't say, do or don't do. Stop reading into it. Stop making stuff up in your head about why it has everything to do with you. Stop creating a narrative in your own head. So I had a client a couple of years back and I was teaching her prospecting and she had reached out and she was having a conversation with this, this woman, this lovely woman, this prospect, right? So she asked the gal, her prospect, a question. And the prospect didn't respond to her. So this was three days previously. We got on a coat and she's like, I think I ticked her off. I think I must have offended her. And now she's like mad at me. She won't respond. I'm like, well, let's check your conversation. Conversation was lovely. The conversation was lovely. I could see no reason for this woman to be offended by what she said. So I'm like, well, let's go check her profile. Let's see what's going on in her world. The woman was nine months pregnant. Maybe she went into labor. Maybe she had some kind of a health scare. Maybe she's not on social media right now because she's preparing for the birth of her child. But my, my client automatically created a narrative, a story in her own mind why this person didn't respond to her, that it was something she did or didn't do. When this prospect, this woman, has a life with stuff going on in her life. Do you see how my client was reading into it? How often do you do this to yourself? Create a narrative that most likely isn't even true. So try not to create narratives, create stories in your head. How about you wait and find out? You know, like reach out. In this situation, she could have reached out and shown concern. Oh my gosh, are you okay? I just wanted to check in and make sure you were okay. I know you're pregnant. Is everything okay? Boom, right? Don't automatically make it about you. Truth number five, when you're authentic, you won't be for everyone. So I have a question for you. Do you want to live as your true authentic self, also known as your conscious self? Or are you willing to fake it? Fake 
who you are. Pretend to be someone else in the hopes that everyone likes you. You can't live your entire life as someone else. It's incredibly liberating and empowering to live as your true, authentic self. And the truth is, if you are kind of trying to get everyone to like you, you're probably really boring. Right? If you're acting in a way where you're not showing your personality, sharing your thoughts, you're just trying to get along with everybody, people probably aren't connecting to you. Because people connect to you when you are your true authentic self, when you share what you think about, what you care about, what you're passionate about. So if you're trying to get everyone to like you, you're going to have a harder time building your business. Polarity works. So next one, know your inherent worth. You have to get to a place where you know you are worthy. And of course you are worthy. Why would you not be? Why would you not be? People are born worthy. You are worthy. You have to get to a place where you know that to be the truth. So if you're going, well, I don't feel worthy or I don't actually really believe that, then you have to work on that. You have to get to a place where you know you are worthy. And when you know that, nothing people say or do can bother you because you are worthy. And when you know you're worthy, you're not automatically going to create this narrative in your head. The self-doubt doesn't creep in because you don't need to waste time doubting yourself because you are worthy. Next truth, know your emotional triggers. Know what triggers you so that you can heal from it or avoid it entirely. So here's an example. Did you have a really critical parent? So when you make a mistake and someone points it out, do you go into an emotional tailspin because you had that parent that was critical and hurt your feelings when you were growing up? Maybe they're still critical. So that when it pops up, in your world where you feel someone is criticizing you or judging you, bam, you feel a huge emotional stab. So recognize your emotional triggers. When that happens, sit back and go, why the hell am I so emotionally triggered by this? I do this all the time, you guys. Why is what that person said triggering me so much? And I'll usually find a reason for it from my past. Oh, my God. They totally remind me of my friend Sarah who used to say this to me and used to always hurt my feelings. Look for why it's triggering you because it's coming from your past. And once you recognize it, once you make the connection, it won't trigger you so much. So I had a situation where um, a friend was really really triggered by something another friend said. And I said to her, was everybody triggered by this or was it just you? She goes, well, it seemed to just be me. 
I'm like, okay, why is that? Why were you so triggered? Why did what she say bother you so much? And there was silence. She was going back into her memory bank, and she said, oh, my God. She just said what my ex-husband used to say to me all the time. Bam. She was projecting. She found the connection. Therefore, when someone says something like that again, she will be able to recognize why it would bother her and it stops bothering you. It will stop bothering her so much. Right? So knowing your emotional triggers also, okay, this leads me to the next one. Okay? Set boundaries with hypercritical people. So if you have someone in your world who just loves to criticize you, why is that? Hypercritical people are doing it for a reason. It makes them feel good about themselves to criticize you, right? They cut you down and it makes them feel superior for a few minutes. Does that make them right? No. It doesn't make them right. It means they're somebody with their own bloody issues to work through. It has nothing to do with you. Their issues are none of your business. So set boundaries with hypercritical people. Cut them out of your life if you can, because that's toxic. Or set boundaries with them. Tell them they're not allowed to speak to you that way. Let them know. Don't speak to me that way. Let them know what it does to you. But otherwise, limit time with them. If you can't cut them out, if you can't have that conversation and they go, oh my God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. Limit the time with them. But don't be afraid to cut people out of your life who are truly toxic. You don't owe them anything. You have to protect your own vibration. So, you know, mother-in-laws can be this way sometimes. I'm going to tell you a story. (laughs) Okay, this is someone I know. And their mother-in-law does things like, so she was cooking dinner one time. Her mother-in-law was visiting. (gasps) Funny story. And she was cooking dinner for everyone. And the mother-in-law, being hypercritical and feeling all superior, she opened the sliding glass door and stood there dramatically breathing in the night air. Like what was cooking was making her feel sick and she couldn't stand the sound, the, the smell. It was her opportunity to criticize. She could have said nothing. Right? See where I'm going with this? So does this mean my friend was a terrible cook? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe her mother-in-law is just not that nice. Right? Just because people are rude doesn't make them right. Some people really, really get off criticizing other people. It's an ego boost for them. It makes them feel better about themselves for a period of time. See how that has nothing to do with you? Don't make it about you. You're only hurting yourself. Next truth, be logical. Start asking yourself if what you're questioning in your head, all that self-doubt, is it logical? Are you creating a narrative about yourself that the person did not even intend? Some people might intend it. Most people do not. 
but are you creating a narrative in your own head? That's probably, probably completely false. Again, what other people... If you're reading uh, an intention and in what people say or do, and you're making things up, this is going to create so much anxiety for you, okay? So most things actually have nothing to do with you. And when you make this, when you have this realization, and you go, huh, wow, she just totally went off on me. She must be having a really bad day. Right? So, in fact... Now, after this call, you may be realizing that very little has anything to do with you personally. Everyone has their own crap going on in their own head, their own stuff going on in their own head that rarely has anything to do with you. So stop making it about you. We spend so much time worrying that it's us what we did, what we didn't do, what we said, what we didn't say. We spend so much time having hurt feelings and it's a complete waste of time. It's a waste of your energy. It's a waste of your vibration. All you can do, the only thing you can control is you and your thoughts, your emotions, and your reactions. You cannot control What's going on in someone else's head? You can't control their beliefs, their map of reality, their perspective. So don't let it bother you. That's their own stuff to deal with. You just deal with your own stuff. You do you. You go and be your true authentic self, your conscious self, and to heck what anyone else thinks of you. If you're a good person, that's all that matters. You do you. Okay, I hope this helps you out. Maybe listen to this again if, if you need to. It's life-changing when you stop taking things so personally. I love you guys. I hope this helps. I hope you have an amazing day. And I will see you over on the MLSP fan page in just a couple of minutes. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.